Welcome to the Bangover Podcast. I'm Scott Allen. That's Kitty Farmer. And as always, we have Chris Myers on the board. Yes. This is Chris Myers' playlist, so everything we played today, special thanks to him. You really know how to pick them? I just got to tell you, I want to give you props here on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much all you and just a little bit of me for like two hours. <laughs> I don't do much, folks. <laughs> I, my job is to sit here and get drunk. And please let me introduce you to our special guest, Alex Turner. From sudden death. <laughs> Back by unpopular demand. No one asked for it, but you know. No one ever asked for it. This is probably like we my third time on the. I just show up to hang out and drink beer and talk about metal. I mean, that's the point of this. It's a conversation between friends right. about new Pretty music. Much. It's just a bunch of. Uh, Metalheads just talking about metal, drinking too much, and eating really bad food. I can't open my left eye, and I. <laughs> oh my, <God. laughs> so my, my favorite Kitty's drinking to tonight, folks. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things to do on it's a very, very, very special episode. <laughs> so, Kitty, also, this us? is an interactive podcast. If you have any thoughts on the music that we listen to, feel free to come up to the stage, and you can be on the podcast. You can tell us your opinion. And then I'll tell you how you're wrong. I, right, unless you disagree, and, <laughs> and then you're a fucking poser, fucking and then you're banned, <laughs> and you must leave the city. Unless you're, you're fucking a genius, and then I'll be like, well, I guess this is your podcast now. Here you go. <laughs> you beat me, sir. It's kind of like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Like, if you can kill Scott, you are now the host. Oh, my God. Who do you think would win in Battle a fight Royale. between me and Scott with no weapons, just bare hands? Scott. <laughs> God damn it. You know, what if I got a... She might come low, dude. She yeah, might I might. Like, I'm cage. down you know with, like, groin level, so I, I could get back. a jump on him. Kitty seems like she's definitely, like, killed at least, like, at least one man in her wife. Oh, thank you. That's, like, the best compliment I've ever got. I feel like it would be, like, she would literally do the splits and just, like, punch me in the balls and then come up with an uppercut. And it would be flawless victory, for sure. I feel like she would just pull out, like, a gun and shoot you. <laughs> and be like, like, Indiana Jones style, you know. <laughs> Swing your sword all day, bro. Get blasted. That's amazing. All right. So that first song. Yeah, so that was Voivod with uh, Planet Eaters off the album Synchro Anarchy. That was crazy. And uh, this album, I believe, has a release date. Let me pull it up here. What did y'all think about it? It was fucking crazy. It was one of the weirdest songs I've ever heard in my goddamn life. So I didn't know what I was listening to. It... And this might be inaccurate just because I never listened. It was like if Devo was one day like, we're going to make some. I don't know. It was really weird. It was out there because at first I didn't like it. In fact, I kind of hated it. So like, these vocals are weird. The song's weak. And then it had some just gnarly breaks and the drums just started fucking blasting. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is happening with this song? By the end of it, I was like, parts. all right. Like, I don't know who this is, but mad respect. Sorry. I didn't know it was, it was Voivod, but I should have known because... My first impression was, okay, this song is taking us on a journey. It has a lot of weird elements and structures, but they pull it together really well. Voivod does that. True to form. Very prog rock. Uh, I, I feel like there was 25 parts to that song. It was, it was, it was literally a journey that we went on. It was like a short Opeth song. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a nice, well, maybe without all the screaming. I hate when singers just scream for the entire song. You can't understand what they're saying. It depends. 
It, it really depends for me. I was listening to this album Cannibal today. Corpse? You know that was sarcasm, right? Oh, right. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Oh. Now oh, I think about Scott. it. Oh, God damn it. All right. I'm also thinking, aren't you the person that's like, I right. fucking hate clean vocals? Yeah, I, I, well, I'm tone deaf. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I took a test online to see if I was tone deaf, and I couldn't finish the test. Because well, you couldn't hear it, or? <laughs> exactly. No, I just got annoyed. You're like, you know what? Fuck this. Can't read you just want metal or Slam off the headphones, scream in their face. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I thought that was amazing. I don't know. Uh, something might grow on me. Yeah, I thought that production-wise, the bass was super fat. Sounded good. I love the way um, the kick sounded. Yeah, the drum sounded really good. Yeah. Uh, the album comes out February 11th. So uh, if you're into a Voivod and uh, that song, there's more to come. All right, all right. Well, let's move on. Yeah. So moving on, we're going to continue the rest of these uh, these next these uh, next uh, like six or so songs we're going to talk about are all going to be singles that have come out. Uh, a few of them have albums that are going to come out next year, but a couple of them are actually just again songs that bands are just putting out right now. So um, just for fun. Yep, funsies. Uh, the first band we're going to talk about here, or second, I guess, would be Crowbar. They have a song called Chemical Gods. I love it. That's, that's uh, hitting the airwaves. And uh, the album that they're going to be promoting is called Zero and Below, and that's going to come out March 4th. I know y'all have heard of Crowbar. I mean, Obviously. Pretty, right? <laughs> Doy? <laughs> yes, I'm excited <laughs> to hear it. Let's go. Cool. All right. Well, here we go with uh, Chemical Gods from Crowbar.
That was just absolutely epic. I don't know. Like, again, it, I don't think we're the biggest fans of when it comes to stoner metal, but it does, it can grab you sometimes and really pull you down into that deep end, you know? It's like just heavy in so many different ways. So many. I missed everything and walked into that description and was like, God damn it. <laughs> I should have turned my phone off before I came here. I fucks with that song, though. I like it. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of quick, too. We turned it down, like, within the two-minute period time. But I, I don't know. Like, it's growing on me <laughs> in such a way. But it's going to be something that, like, I would bring up in the right time. Yeah. You know, like, it's just... You know, like sometimes you need like a song like this, you know, and you just yeah, need to yeah. like mellow out, you know. Definitely is one of those. I mean, yeah, beanbag in a bone, yeah, there you sir. Go. All right, well, that was amazing. I'm, I'm still, it's very catchy, but it's something that's probably I'm gonna go back to. I'm probably gonna have to go back on this one. So. Yeah, and that album comes out uh, March 4th. So something to look forward to for that if you want to check that out. It's going to be a while. I mean, I know. Three months, so. Just a single came out, and then yeah. it'll be ready in like four months. Like, what's taking so long? Yeah. So. All right, let's move on. All right, so uh, next band here we're going to talk about is Don't Arch you. Enemy. Oh, kitty. This is your faves. Just play the song. <laughs> so the song you guys is called... missed a whole transaction of me being like, "You want to see my destroyed?" It's so like I like smoldering eye broke contact. my foot in half uh, a few years ago. I had it like plated up full of metal and then sliced open and had all the metal removed and put in a biohazard bag that hangs in my room. That sounds. I got super these crazy metal. scars and a crazy fucked up foot, and I was showing her it looks like something from Frankenstein. <laughs> and like as soon as we were talking about, it, she's sitting there jaw open about to say something like the last minute and a half and it's just like play the song <laughs> and I just want to cue you the listener in on what we're doing back here besides drinking beer let's <laughs> have it in our own conversations <laughs> alright Art yes Ooh.
so I fucked with that song. Like, amazing vocal performance. And I mean, obviously, as what like. What band was that? Arch Enemy. Yeah, that's, that's interesting to hear you. I think I read something today of you talking shit about Arch Enemy. When did I do that? Maybe it's someone else. I, I gotta go back. I, I, I could have swore been... it was you. I was like, hmm, interesting. It might have been me, but like, to be I'm honest. About it. That was fucking sick. Arch Enemy is like a leg. We talk about, I talk about legacy bands here. So, you know, I'm 32 years old when I was in middle school first starting to get into like extreme metal. Arch Enemy was one of the only famous bands with a cisgender female death metal vocalist. And to be honest, which is kind of dumb, but I didn't even realize like, women could do that kind of vocal, so Arch Enemy has a special place in my heart. I, I know what you mean, because I remember when this all started, too. Like, I was in high school, if not maybe out of high school, but I love metal, so I follow metal. And it was one of those things where it's like MTV Two Days, where it's just like, I just didn't like it. But at the same time, the music I was listening to wasn't the exact best thing in the world. What just oh, happened? That was a little technical difficulty right there. I thought folks. you got just zapped from the way that you <laughs> dropped that <laughs> drink Drop that back knowledge. on the table. You, I was like, oh, whoa, whoa. So to be honest with you, like, I will be completely no, honest and say that I'm not a big fan of like some of the art, the newer Arch Enemy with the clean vocals. I'm not a big fan of. So you'll know, like, I my favorite genre is like Melodeath, right? Like Old in Flames, um, At the Gates, Night Rage, uh, The Dusk Fall, and we could go on Soil Work, Dark Tranquility. Keep it up. Keep going. Let's, <laughs> but, let's hear them. So basically, like that, that song that we just heard has the best of the genre, and my personal preference for that genre is not to have clean vocals. So that, to me, that was a great vocal performance. They just stayed in the pocket the whole time. Yes, Again, remember these, these bands from the early 2000s that were playing into a gimmick, if not like a niche, have now left that and pretty much all became death metal bands. Pretty much. I mean, and to be... It makes sense, though, the more, you, the more I think about it, because I didn't think about it until we were talking about it earlier, and it's like, yeah, like what logic... Because there, there was a lot of great things I definitely see about it but like naturally I feel like that's the direction you're gonna go because at the same point especially vocally it, it, like clean vocals over stuff like that I'm kind of with Kitty it's never my favorite it, it can be done really well but it depends who you are and what the fuck you're doing but for the most part it's like I feel like naturally like why not go into death metal it's just gonna be you know, because that's pretty and much listen, where these bands fucking were listen I have a huge soil work tattoo like all across my chest so I'm not like dissing clean vocals and that kind of music, but to be honest, when I hear a new band and I like it's like the death vocal and the mellow death, and then they go into clean chorus, chorus it like breaks my heart a little bit. It's literally when I change the song, I'm like, yes. oh, right, we've had enough of this. But yeah, I I like that new song. Great job, Arch Enemy, as always. And fun fact, you know, I interview bands for you know for fun. Arch Enemy was the first band I ever interviewed with Angela. That's super cool. I actually didn't... Well, I know you interviewed bands. I didn't know you interviewed Arch Enemy. Damn. I love them. Okay, stop. I'm, I'm simping for Arch Enemy. Yeah, that song is pretty good for all you viewers out there viewing. I think everybody left. They hate us. Yeah, that's true. 
All right. Well, let's okay, move bye. on. Okay, bye. It's metal. Bye, You're man. supposed to hate it. <laughs> All right. That's the point. So uh, this next song we're gonna check out is from Napalm Death. Everyone knows Napalm Death. I'm I'm really excited about this. To oh, be yeah. honest, like I've I fell in love with them like seven years ago, and I have not stopped listening. Yeah. So uh, they have a new album coming out February 11th. Call it's a f- the craziest title. Resentment is always seismic. A final throw of throws. Get ready. Yeah, and the song is called Narciss. Uh, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Narcissistic? Narcissus? Oh, give me, give me a crack at this. Um, Narcissus. Yeah. Narcissus. Nar- Narcissus. Narcissus. There you go. Narcissus. It's like a mythological Narcissus. character. All right. Well, this podcast is over now. All right. Well, let's <laughs> yeah. check this out. Here. Get ready. Can't read a fucking word. <laughs>
Yes, please, more. Yes. I want the entire album now. Oh, my God. Release it. it. Uh, Napalm Death, it Release was it. everything I expected it to be. It's literally... If, if you track the story of a band like Napalm Death, you know, there's a documentary out there called Slave to the Grind, and pretty much 20 minutes into the documentary, it literally becomes a documentary about drummers and how they were able to get to that level of playing. You had to figure it out. There was no one teaching you. I've said this on the podcast a million times. If anyone's a, you know, you know, a, a fan of ours, like you've heard me say this, you know, if there is any fans, I'm saying is there is, okay? <laughs> but it, it's really all about the drums when it comes to a band like this because how the fuck do you do that kind of thing? And again, it went all over the place. It cut corners. It was... It, For me, with a name like... It was like, literally yeah. math. With know? a band like Napalm Death... Uh, whatever the fuck. Napalm Death. Thank you. It, it, it's pretty much exactly what you expect. Like, yeah, I, that, that track... I, I'm, I'm, hopefully we hear shit better, but all night, like, that's solid. But they're always fucking solid. That's why they're, you True. know, that's why everybody Legends. fucking knows their name. Yeah. I feel like no matter what kind, because I don't listen to a lot of Napalm Death, but I know exactly who the fuck they are. And, like, mad respect always. Like, I like what you mentioned about the drummers, because never being a drummer, you know, I've never really thought too much about it, but it is disgusting. But then again, I've never been the one to sit down and listen super hard to them. Every time I listen to them, I'm like, wow, this is fucking insane. I'm definitely going to send you an album that's going to change your opinion on that. Yeah. It's going to be your favorite album of all time. For I'm me, it's like, it's, but it's probably just because I'm nostalgic and always will be a diehard Pantera fan, but I love Vinny. And when it comes to like really heavy metal drummers and people like that, I just, and I love the way that he, I love drummers that <laughs> just sound like a fucking robot destroying somebody's Thank drum you. set. Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> it's it's it just sounds like you're. Kidding? It's like man, you I thought they just broke all the toms. <laughs> I mean, we covered the bases. What is there to say about Napalm Death? You know it'll be Legend. quality. Yeah. Legends. You know it'll kick your ass live. So still I can't wait. It. Yeah, still doing it. So. Oh man, you know I would actually really like to see them live. Now that would be a fucking a show that I've not gotten to see yet. I've actually had that pleasure. Really. It was, you know, it was a dumb time because I wasn't as big as a fan of I, as I am now when I first saw them, you know, where it's just like... I hate that. It's, it's a, a regret moment in my life where it's like, man, I should have paid more attention. I, you know, I should have really put so, my heart into it. I'm, I'm a bit younger. I'm a bit of a lad now or still in... I was, um, I was even younger when this happened, but... Diehard Motorhead fan had so many chances to see Lemmy and Motorhead and didn't become a fan until after he died. And I was like, I should check it out. Fell in love with it. Listened like every album back to back and was just like, I fucking hate myself so goddamn much for this. That's like, why, why, why did it, why did I do this to myself? It's like you know, being a Death fan and being like, you know, dude, when I was like four years old, I might have had a chance to see them and I blew it. I mean, that's why you got to go out to every show. If my parents better, they would have put me in the sweatshops, you know, like yeah. so, some way to make some revenue. I would have been there, pacifier in hand, fucking banging out the chuck. <laughs> I'll be there, pacifier in hand, at age 32. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> exactly. Well, 
That was Napalm Death. And that was fucking amazing. Let's move on. Moving on. We're going to talk about a band called Spite. They have a new single called Made to Please. I was just literally talking about this. And uh, I purposely didn't listen to it like yesterday because I knew that you guys were going to play it here. Or at least I had a feeling. So I'm Spite fucking rules. As far as like bands in the last five years that are fucking doing it, I, I gotta give them props. They fucking ki- they're killing it. So I'm super stoked for this track. Well, yeah, let's check it out here. The song is called "Made to Please." I gotta say, like the drums on that track, were they were just amazing. Banging, 
They're amazing. I just loved it. That breakdown I loved everything nasty. about that entire song. I loved, like, I was so happy <laughs> that, like, this, because when they put out shit like, uh, what is it, Kill or Be Killed, I loved that. I fucking loved that whole record. And I was like, these guys are awesome. My friend, uh, a good buddy of mine showed me, he's like, yeah, I just saw these guys at a show opening up for some other band the other night. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. And then that, holy fuck, another level, like, let me say it's like the good job, Spite. That was fucking badass. It's like the future of metal because of like how they, it's almost like a synthesizer in some ways of how hard they're going, and then it kind of like breaks in tone. If it's, not, uh, it was timing, unreal, dude. You know? It was just like they they have this. N- Those are digital drums for for fuck's sake. I mean, for sure. I mean, for sure. Those this had to be digital. I know someone's gonna play them live, but. They were just too good, <laughs> like physically. I don't know, dude. Gene, Gene Hoagland could have done that. I he's don't the atomic know. clock. You know, they're the death clock. The death clock. It would have been one of those Thank things you. where it's <laughs> like I, I, it would be the YouTube video that I keep going back to when I'm drunk and just watching someone play drums. I'm like, so good, so I, good. I, speaking of what you just said, I saw this band a few weeks ago. I'd come and take it. A bunch of bands, really, but they were. Uh, I went to go see Body Snatcher. Um, I forgot this band from Atlanta opened up. They were fucking amazing. I wish I remember their name. I feel so bad. But their bass player looked exactly like fucking Murderface from Death Dog. Yes. And it blew my mind. We were cracking the fuck up. They were really good. I, damn, I feel so bad that I cannot remember this band's name. They're That's from Atlanta. Like- opened up for fucking um, Body, Body Snatcher. With like five other bands. Yeah, look it up, man. Yeah. Where's our Death Club yeah, like tribute Google band, it. Alex? Oh, I would love to. I wish I could sing like I used to. I used to be a big Fell and Selmo fan because Pantera meant the world to me. And I used to be so close to being able to do it like almost perfectly. But now if I try to do anything, I sound like I haven't. sound like I'm fat and winded. I mean, I sound like that all the time, but like I said, it doesn't, raw vocal talent doesn't mean shit. You have to show up to practice. Like, if you're professional, you can be in a band even if you're untalented. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I don't practice or show up. You're supposed to practice? God damn it. I practice guitar. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm the rhythm guitar player. I don't have to worry too much. I took, like, three vocal lessons last year, and I felt like that was enough. And I never had to practice again. Three? I thought that you were... Like, when you tell me this, week. I didn't know what the limit was they're three. Like, well, they're like one-off lessons, so... Like, you just schedule it. And you hmm. do it. I never have to practice again. Yay! I, I want to know, before we continue this segment, if you had one singer that you could sing like, who <gasps> would it be? Oh, no, that's such a loaded... That's so hard. Um, I know, but I, I'm I would curious. say... I would say... This goes for everybody here, by the way. God, that's too hard. Okay, wait, hold on. I would say Malika Sandura-Marthy from Abnormality huh? and Castrator. He says if you can sing like... Interesting. No, no, no. I like everybody. Basically, I like, honestly, if I see that it's a death metal band with a woman singer, I listen to it. And there's so many great ones like um, Megan from Casket Robbery, Chelsea from Accursed Creator, um, Adrian from Seven Spires. All of those women really inspire me. If I could say like anybody, it'd probably be like, have you guys ever listened to Ginger? No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, if I can say anybody, anybody in, this, this one's probably not what people expect, but it's just because I like... It, it's a personal thing, 100%. Is uh, Vincent Fournier from Alice Cooper, actually. Yeah. Because course, I, I, yeah. I, like, I like his style, and I like the way that he goes from the grit to the really clean kind of... To me, it sounds a little whiny, but I still like it. But, like, whiny thing he does. I would say, like, if... He's, like, a better version to it. Or, no, a more stylistic and earlier version of kind of, like, what, uh... God, who sings for Guns N' Roses? Axl Rose, that guy. Kind of what he did. So, if I could sing, like, clean like anyone, I want to sing, like, Annette Olsen from Nightwish and The Dark Element. She has, like, a very emotive voice. You can... I saw... Like Nightwish, Nightwish live with her on vocals, and it made me cry because she's so emotional and emotive. I would love, like, to me, the lead singer's job is to convey emotion. I want to change mine. <laughs> Fill in someone from Pantera. Sorry, that's just, I should say. Fucking I don't know why it's here. Immediately, I love Phil. <laughs> I love Pantera. I'm, I'm, I'm a bitch. Time back. Birthing was so death random, so I love it. I'm a basic bitch. I joined my first band as an adult. Like they, they chose me to be in their band from a karaoke video of me singing Pantera. So I was like, "Sing if you're what an song? <laughs> fucking hostile." <laughs> what? I should have been in Cowboys from Hell, right? Because I'm from Oklahoma, but it didn't work out that way. Should have been Hollow, dude. Make me Ooh. feel. There's, there's a lot of bad. I can or, see uh, that. Dude, yeah. no, Primal Concrete Sludge. I'm Sledge. S- I would, I would just want Boger display of power, the song. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that, I, sorry, that, that, that'd be, that'd be a song, wouldn't it? I could only imagine. Wait, what happened? Boger display of power, yeah. the song, the musical. The oh musical. my gosh! Yeah, exactly. The entire album acted out. If you do, will. you guys like Bullet? What? No. What's the Green Day musical? American Idiot, the musical. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh God, let's That's move like on. That's like a pinnacle of human achievement. Oh God, let's move on. Uh, Shrek, the musical it. was on. Shrek. Netflix. Oh my God, I love Shrek. I love Smash. Go, go let's look out. Shrek, oh the musical. <laughs> Dude, Chris, next song. <laughs> <laughs> hurry, hurry, hurry. I didn't know they made a musical of Shrek. Dude. <laughs> All right. So what we got next? You put your mic down. All right. Let's get into it then, Chris. Me and you. Just like always. All right. Next song we're going to talk about, band, I should say, is uh, Immolation. They've got an album coming out. Wait, you said Immolation? Yes. Yes! They okay. have an album coming yes, queen. <laughs> February 18th called Acts of God, and we're going to check out the song Apostle from uh, Emulation here. There you go, kid.
absolutely fucking brutal. I loved it. Every second. Ah, that, I got only one thing to say, and that, that was fucking amazing. That's the type of song that makes me feel more drunk when I'm drinking. <laughs> so, obviously, Immolation is one of the biggest names in the game, in their genre. I've always really appreciated them as a death metal band. I think what I love about death metal is there's a lot of technical skill involved. It sounds monstrous, but also, like, it's, they make it look effortless, you know, when you see them live. I had the pleasure of seeing them live at the old emos, and they just blew me away. One of the best live sets I've ever seen. Um, it sounds exactly like how it does on the album. Yeah, I mean, they have, like, a lot of skill, a lot of finesse. I've always... I think it was... Um, I'm jealous. Fuck, I could be... Mis- Old Emos is the best I, Emos. I saw the Melvins for the first time in my life there, and it was amazing. They had that album, I think... I could be wrong, because I'm kind of drunk, but Majesty and Decay, like, the cover art was, like, this big, monolithic a statue of a guy in his throne, and that's kind of the idea I get from Immolation. They're, like, monsters. You can't touch them. They're incredible musicians. Uh, monstrous is the best definition for that band, for sure. Like, huge. And you were right. I, I was going to love the drums. Like, there was exactly, like, my style in some ways, where it's just, like, balls to the wall, hammer down. Just He's fucking. very light on his feet. He's what? I'm light sorry? on his feet, you know. Got a I, lot of pep and a step. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can hear it. When... I, I literally stepped out for a second, but it was the the one thing that you can hear the most is like those drums, and it was so hypnotic. And he he was very he did a lot of uh, it was very dynamic for just using these you know three or four rudiments over and over again, where it was just it it was great. And again fucking insanely brutal. Gonna save that one on the playlist. Put a little heart on that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, unfortunately, a few months back, uh, the three, Scott, Chris, and me are in a band called Flooded Tomb. Of course, Alex is in Sudden Death. And a long time ago, we planned a show for February 26th. Immolation announced just recently that they're gonna be in Austin on that date, so. But you should definitely come see us. Over them because we should ask we're them more to, brutal. I was like, we should. I think we're more brutal and, and more talented. And just in case everyone's looking for a sooner show for a Flooded Tomb uh, this Saturday at Independence Brewing, yes. anybody? It should with Doomstress headlining and Lotus Sutra. So. We can always plug near the end. Let's uh, well, maybe, maybe some more songs. True. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I'll be here this Friday at the Lost Well oh, with Ungrieved. Your band is Sex Cult. I, I have multiple projects. Oh. I, I, I wear a lot of hats, some might say. He's wearing uh, several right now. You can't <laughs> see, but it's like a tower. Yes. So my entire body's turning red. It's from the alcohol. I can see it. All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right. So the last uh, single we're going to talk about today is from a band called Abysmal Dawn. And, have you guys uh, ever heard of a... The, the, the song we're going to talk about is A Nightmare Slain, and uh, let's see, there is a, a release date for it, uh, February 4th, so let's, uh, let's check this song out here.
Drummermagazine.com. You know it's going to be good when you hear bum, 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 right? Is that not like the classic, like... It's the best. It will... It's what catches me and will make me listen to the song over. Like, this song... These four flips? It's not triplets. I love it. Oh, girl, that's too many numbers for me. I can't put my name on... I can't put my fucking finger on which one it is. But it made me think of Vader a lot. Eight it notes. reminded me of a Vader song, and I fucking love Vader. Good they're, observation. They're so awesome. But it, Good it point. made me think of them a lot. Of course, the vocals aren't near as like just. I've never heard someone sing so low and so fast, but I really liked. Who is this, by the way? Abysmal Dawn. Abysmal Dawn. I was almost yeah, gonna say like Abysmal so, Torment. It's not Abysmal Torment. I got so caught up in the conversation we were just having. What were we talking about? Going to jail. <laughs> And, and you're like, I don't want to go to jail. I was like, yeah, dude, it sucks. It, it does. Don't go to jail. I don't even know if I want to bring up the conversation that we had off air with the whole Danny Carey thing. Like, it's... Oh, it, I mean... It, Danny? It was on TMZ, like, and everything that needs to be said. Like, I'm sure Metal Sucks covered it. Oh, Metal Injection. Metal I, Injection. I've been saying everyone being like, Danny Carey to... Like, wait, BraveWords.com. BraveWords.com. I'm sure they... Um, uh, without a doubt, yeah. anybody who has anything to say about popular music or metal is like, yeah, Danny Carey got arrested. Hockey rules. No. <laughs> he was in Kansas where everyone gets arrested. I mean, if I went to Kansas, I'd get okay, arrested. Okay, not going Why to not? Kansas. If you don't know the name Danny Carey, he is the drummer for Tool. And 
Uh, oh, Scott. Well, apparently the cop didn't know heart. who he was either. That was like part of the issue, right? Isn't that what you said? Pretending. Pretending. If I was on camera, I wouldn't give in to Danny either. <laughs> Just doing my job, sir. So who do you think could win in a fight between me and Danny Carey? Who's armed? He's like 6'4". Oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> that. Yeah, but she has a gun, like... <laughs> so I keep... Well, she has a gun in every match. Dare, she's really <laughs> a bow. Who, who's going to dodge a bullet? <laughs> so I asked for a shotgun for Christmas, and my husband drummer, said no. He's fast enough. So then I asked for a metal baseball bat, so maybe I'll get an aluminum baseball bat for Christmas. We'll see. You should just get, like, a ball and jacks, like, mar- like Home Alone traps. I feel like I'm a walking Primus song by this point, and it's, like, good and bad. I, I told you I wanted to give you the wooden baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire. Yeah! I, I feel like that's way more metal. Merry Christmas. Yeah. What about a sawed-off shotgun for Christmas? Oh, you like you can buy, like, just small shotguns. You don't even have to get a saw. You can, like, buy compacts now. The guns that you can buy are fucking sick. Like, the amount of cool <laughs> I mean, shit that you can no, get no, on no. the internet. I'm getting a cannon sometime Hold soon. Up. I want I want some of those like pot leaf shaped throwing stars that I saw at that store at Lakeland Mall. I feel like you should. Get, I don't know, Kitty. I feel like you're gonna hurt yourself or someone I, else. I know, I know. But I've had a good 32 years. I'm like I'm happy. It's a, it's been a good life. Fucking ninja guiding Kitty over here, man. She's doing flips, flying around. Ninja stars, watch out. So, she got the taser so as that's well. What, like, okay, so I know this is going to expose. I'm telling on myself. But remember that Lacuna Coil video, Heaven's Alive, from back when we were young? And she was, like, throwing ninja stars. And I was like, well, I can fucks with this. Because it's, yeah, it's super cool. Like, you like, th- this could be me. It could, exactly, you it could be me. Thing, this could be me. It could be you. It could Sitting be me. Sitting on the couch just <laughs> yeah, like, I know, this like, could be me hey we're the Cheetos you could be signed to Century Media and be like an awesome goth band or That's you could fire. be like me struggling like every single moment of every single day so I hate goth music but for anyone else who's not me uh, Dracula's I mean, check them out. Wait, Scott was telling me about... Yeah, 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 yeah. Very local. Oh, is it, um, I, yeah. I saw them post something for the first time in, like, I don't know how fucking long it's been. And it was, like, after the conversation I think a couple of us had on a on this same podcast, like, a month or two ago, where it's like, oh, yeah, they changed my, like, changed my whole perception on music. I saw this band, the first ten minutes, I was like, this is the worst band of all time. By the end of the night, I was like, this is the greatest band of all fucking time. Well, no, Smash Mouth is the greatest band of all time, but they could be, like, the second. I think you just broke Alex's brain. <laughs> we might Thank have to you. move on. So, no, <laughs> like, random... St- okay, Chris is, like, gonna come... Let me tell you... Let, shut up, let me tell my story. So, like, when I was a kid... It was weird because my parents always listened to like classic rock because they're um, they were teenagers in the '60s. But I was like, whatever, like you old fogies, whatever. So I got like a Britney Spears CD and all the pop CDs. You know, you would read the the credits, and the performer on the CD didn't write the songs or play the instruments. Smash Mouth was the first CD I got when I looked at the liner notes. I realized that bands play their own instruments and write their own songs. I didn't realize that. I was like, wait, bands write their own songs and they play instruments? Like, what's going on? I know. When you're an artist, it's different. When you're a band, it's everyone. Do you guys want to know what the first actual CD I ever owned and, like, listened Smash to? Smash Mouth, like, to it? No, it was Foreigner's Greatest Hits Live. It was, like, Foreigner Classic Hits Live. Yes. Changed my life forever. <laughs> it's the and before that, I think the first album I ever really listened to was like uh, 
you know, toxicity. Yep. That was I, the day you grew your I mustache with, with a foreigner. I was born with this fucking mustache. <laughs> Grown men were afraid of me when I was like five. As you I, I mean, as they should be. Yes. Make conversation. No one wants to see okay, Chris, a midget now, with a in, mustache this big. End our suffering because I've been going on too long. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to the actual releases here of albums. We don't go And every one of these albums has come out on the 10th. 10th was the release day. And the first band we're going to talk about is Perexia. And the song is We Are Many off Gravitas Maximas. What? Huh? <laughs> the album is called Gravitas Maximas. And we're going to check out the song We Are Many from Pyrexia. Interesting. I'm very curious. Okay. Do it, gun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I cast you out, unclean spirit. Show it up your ass. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is he who commands you. He who flung you from the heights of heaven to the depths of hell. Fuck him. Be gone. Fuck him, Garrus. From this creature of God. Be gone. Of the father. The possessed. Of the Holy Spirit. By this sign of the Holy Ghost. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who lives and reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit. The power of Christ compels you. 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 Holy shit. That right when we turned it down, that, that slam, like it was a dubset song where it's just like that bass just dropped where you're just like, ooh, right in the gut. My favorite thing about this podcast is it's just like 
Every time I hear a song, it's like, there's, we can't top this song. I hear something else, it's like, God fucking damn it. There's so many good ones. There's too much yeah. diversity and too much just, yeah, I, I just love raw fucking silly nonsense. And if y'all love this playlist, please come up, scan the code. If you have Apple Music, you have Spotify, if you have... Uh, YouTube music, YouTube music uh, which comes you're, you're free with fucked. YouTube Premium. You're kind of fucked with that one, yeah. but we have. You're kind of fucked. <laughs> I, I, I do kind of agree that I think YouTube music, in a sense, is superior. I think you have more access to more music. This is fucking the most but. horseshit I've ever heard so, on this podcast. I'm a Spotify up. guy. Chris, Apple I music. Apple music, because I'm an Apple boy. <laughs> so, so not proud. I'm not. I'm not proud. If we're talking about slam, honestly, that's one of the most fun like types of music to see live. Like I've seen yeah. fucking Devourment like several times, and that's like the best live atmosphere because it hits hard. Like bum 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 bum. The sound Kitty's production just on in that, the pit, you know? fucking slaying so, me, people. She's not in the pit. She's up front on the stage. The I, pit's behind her. She, she's protected three deep. She's, at that she's point. the one. She gets on the page and takes. <laughs> Takes the microphone time after time. I, to be honest, she's like, a super fan. He's like, your vocals are bad. Try this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, like, that's awesome, dude. Death. I started out like doing death metal, right? So like, it's always gonna have a, a special place in my heart. But I would love to get like ignorant with like some slam, like, blub 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 blub. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. I feel like I just never play. I, I need to start tuning my guitar like to open E, or just like the low. Well, what's the lowest anyone's ever tuned? I just want the brown note. How do I harness so my, that? So my old band played in like drop A and drop Passed B, and like it I'm playing drop A. Drop A is not bad. And everything yeah. like you could, if they weren't ready, you could hear like strings like. Yeah. So I, I have a guitar that I play a lot in drop A, but it's like. It's called intonation. It, it doesn't sound good. Yeah, for me personally, I want some new pickups and new truss rods. You gotta set it like, up for that. You I, I want to. Well, it's a guitar that I've been meaning to experiment with and like I, you know fuck the shit out of in a sense. Take it professional. They gotta drop it down. Yeah, because I, I I love having it tight. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do to make it just super solid. It's just ugh. I'm lazy. I'm, I'm a lazy motherfucker. We're musicians. Kitty, last thoughts? I'm, I'm lazy. That's why I'm the lead vocalist. I don't know how to do anything. She's like, I got my microphone. I'll see you guys later after every show. Well, I, was, like, I was telling my husband. Fine. Load in, load out, boys. I was telling my husband, like, I kind of miss playing bass because it's, like, really fun to, like, lock in with the drummer and the rhythm guitarist and, like, you know. But then he's like, if you played bass again, you'd have to, like, have a rig and, like, carry stuff. And I was like, no, thanks. I'm fine. I'm cool. I like pulling Kitties. my back, moving worshiper Kitty cabinets lazy, the other Kitty night. Kitty Farmer, everyone. Do what? He's like, Kitty Farmer, everyone. I mean, everyone knows I'm lazy. Like, I don't give a fuck. Kitty Farmer. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right. We got seven more songs. Yep, running through these. Um, this next band we're going to discuss like is... The seven Sins? Restless Spirit. And the song is Judgment in Exile off the album Blood of the Old Gods. And I'm liking the sound of this more and more. Uh, we talk about Mastodon a lot and bands that sound like Mastodon and all this stuff. This band sounds like Mastodon. 
Which Mastodon? And that's the thing. There good are point, a lot of Alex, different good Mastodons. Good point. Because you can say about because yeah, every Mastodon point. record to me because sounds they go very pretty different. Towards exactly. the end. I know, or not. but this is original Mastodon wasn't Mastodon. They were they were young. They were playing into the time frame in a a genre Mastodon of what we know now, the hunted. Once more around the sun, sun, yeah, all that shit. I love that album. Yeah, no matter what smart. people say, that is who Mastodon is. And so, if anyone keeps saying, like, keeps talking about those old albums, I'm like, no, that's not who they were. This is who they are. Like, they were just young, and they were, again, experimenting, but also playing into a stylistic type of situation until you find yourself. It takes a couple albums until you find yourself. You might uh, I loved like, One Start Around yeah. the Sun. I don't care what people say. The I most think hated album Scott is one ever. of the most like, insightful people album. with music. Like You always say it perfectly. I mean, I'm a huge music nerd, and I feel like I've done this podcast for so long. Plus, it, it's not even a job to me to listen to music. I mean, it it's is not a something job that I paid. literally do all the time. I do it every day. Yeah. I, I, mean, I have an addiction. It's our lives. Everyone in this bar yeah, as well. Yes. I mean, that definitely. And that's why how often you guys constant like I can't go day without playing music, and that includes like every form of music. Like sometimes you know I'll be banging mm. out Mariah Carey all day. Oh, but dude! Sometimes it's I want to hear. Carey sometimes it's Billy Holiday. Yeah. It's Mariah Carey season. Oh like, God! Uh, Christmas is all about handle. And Mariah Carey and Mariah Carey singing Mariah. handle. No, dude, if you're gonna and listen to Mariah, you gotta listen to like '90s like songs of the summer. Mariah. Do you think I could do the whistle though? I don't think I tried and I can't do it. Can you hit them high notes and you break glasses with your voice. <laughs> I wanna play this. Let's go. On. All right, all right, we gotta play this song. Let's go, let's go, let's go. We're gonna do uh, "Restless Spirit," "Judgment in Exile."
I loved it. I'll be I, honest. I really, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it, but it's like right up my alley as far as metal goes. I know exactly what you said, Chris. Mastodon sounding. It's just had. It was melodic, heavy, but we have these breakdowns, these, these uh, sing-songy parts. Yeah, I mean, we're not really Mastodon. singing. We're just, you know, it's kind of, you know, a little bit of a desert rock vibe, if you will. Kitty, thoughts? I don't know. Like to be honest with you. I don't listen to Mastodon a whole lot, so I can't draw any comparisons. But I love the song on its own. You don't do what now? <laughs> you don't do what now? You didn't now? tell me this? Oh, no. I, I understand. Everyone don't has their own taste, their own uh, preference. Like, you don't have to like something. That's the best part about being a metalhead. It is your opinion. And there's a million bands well, to yeah. do. Yes. Billion, a billion bands to discover. Like Alex was saying. A million subgenres. The more time Mark is on, the more metal bands there are. And like I was telling y'all before, when I was growing up as a preteen and teenager, I didn't have any metalhead friends. So I discovered a lot of my favorite music on the internet. And that's why like my personal music taste a lot of time doesn't jive with people like I know in real life. Because I had been going down like these rabbit holes, you know, for a long time. That's for what makes you time. so good at this. Yeah. And now I'm stuck in my ways. It's too late <laughs> to teach an old dog hey, new tricks. Hey, we're, we're not old to where we're stubborn and not listening anymore. We're old and more open-minded, right? My music because is we're I'm not no longer stubborn. Go fuck yourself. We're no longer stubborn. Like Kitty, your your favorite <laughs> album of the year is what? The new Limp Bizkit album. So that's actually not Stanley Biscuit. It's her favorite. That's, I've had a bunch that's of a loaded question. That. I think my favorite album of the year. Well, aren't we gonna have a podcast about that? Yes, we're gonna have an episode of yeah. the best of. I think of the I think it might year. be either like you're very within the next two weeks. Actually, I think it might be like don't quote me on this because I need to think about it. But it might be Cognizance, or it might be Apsu. Mm. I'm not sure. You already have yours picked out. I love that. I need to actually sit down, buckle down, and you gotta figure re- out what. There's been so many episodes, so many albums, so many yeah. things. Right. I, I can't think of my. I, I haven't listened to any, like, 2021 albums that really did. Like, I got lucky in 2020 that I heard the album that just did it for. I'm so going put out their second album and it fucking and blew my head in half. Uh, Amel and the Snifters. Like, those three albums for this year, like, from those bands, I. Uh, no, dude, I'm just gonna it's say so it's one of the only new albums I actually sat down and listened to. High Desert Queen, good job, guys. Yes, oh, but yeah. I love, but I love that form of metal, like the sword, yeah. and like all that stoner metal shit is it's like one my of jam. My favorite shirts that I own. Right. Let me tell well, you something. I have the one with the fucking tiger on it. I, I wore, have that I, one. I wore it on our last show on Saturday the at orange? the Far Out. I love it. Oh, we gotta show uh, some love, but yeah, Kitty? that was the one that did it for me. Wait, what? Oh, Kitty, what were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, like, online everywhere, like, Flooded Tomb gets tagged as a stoner metal band, and we are not a stoner metal band. That's weird. And we end up, like, to be honest with you, we end up on, like, stoner bills, which I really love. Because, like, you know, Aaron Wall from, um, and Rod from, um, fucking Redbeard Wall, you know? Oh, fuck yeah. I love those guys. Those are some of my, our best friends, but we're not a stoner band, and I was like... Who keeps perpetuating these lies? I think it's from like one song that they wrote like a long ass time ago. I think it's from something I said when they asked me no like scum. our genre of music for the overall God, encompassing. Of he was just stoned. like 
Uh, it was supposed to be like what we set ourselves here would be passed over to everything, over to Spotify, over to Pandora. Oh lord! I and I put in there stoner. Why did you I do don't that? know. Why I, did you do Because we we have melodic breakdowns, so I was trying you, to describe. You guys words. definitely are not stoner metal. Well, our We're actual. Melodic. Death metal. You're definitely our, melodic death metal. That is K-pop. the best way to describe flooded. We are a K-pop band, and you will treat us accordingly. <laughs> All right, you know, let's move on. Let's move on. All right. We got six more. Yep. Six. Six. I've never six. listened to any K-pop, so I don't know. Yes, you definitely have listened to K-pop. Because baby metal. Baby metal is one of the greatest things of all time. Chris, what's our next song? This next song is from a band called Funeral. Ooh, I've never Funeral. heard of them. They, uh, they have a new album that is out called... No one else had that name Presentialis already? Presentialis in Aeternum. And... How do you say that? The name that? of the song it's, is... It's and, but what is that above the... I don't know. It's a. definitely some Kitty? other language. But. Kitty, uh, what's your college uh, degree? I would say Owned. Und. Oh shit! Or owned, or something like that. Oh yeah. fuck! Yeah, you're right. Or owned, or I don't know. Fuck! I it's, took. It's a uh, and. I, if I, I, I. Well, that that circle. So in Swedish and Norwegian, they those accents are their own letters. Yeah, but this and it's is like America, so it doesn't apply. Oh yeah, you dirty. But Alex, but it doesn't apply in Texas. And only if we were in but Norway, Alex, maybe. You're, you're Swedish. No, I'm not. What Scandinavian? I mean, no, I'm from Alaska. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? But you, what's your what was your background before that? Do you know? No, I'm adopted. Leave me alone. Oh yeah, fuck, I this forgot about that. I spent Nor- nine years in an orphanage in India. Or, or, I worked in the salt mines. <laughs> the band is Norwegian. <laughs> Shit sucked. Norwegian, Norway. No. Yes. Yeah, I studied at Little Norsk University. I was born with this mustache, and it's about like a foot and a half long. Yeah. Play the song. Okay. We're losing the here entire crowd here. No.
I was literally confused on what the fuck we were listening to. What the fuck was that? Chris, what the fuck was that? That was we how long do we have left in this song, Chris? Especially like, oh, Five like, minutes. Holy out, fuck. Dude. We listened Music to this for three. It's, it's an eight so minute bad. and seven we second song. And I don't yeah, even know if it was the same song. I, I thought we... I, Chris, your thoughts. Did you like this? You put it on the list. Yeah, it's got a lot of different changes. I mean, like I said, or you know, it's eight minutes long. There's a lot of different stuff it's going epic, on. It's epic. What makes yeah. it metal right away? When yeah. things are epic, things are huge sounding, uh, super like orchestrated. It automatically goes on the realm of metal. You know, we always make the joke. It's always the death clock thing, where it's like over the top, highest end sound and showcase, like light show, flames. Uh, stage spinning, people dying. Yeah. Right? What did you guys think? Personally, definitely. So, so it's 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 cool. The beginning I really liked. I really liked the intro, but it, when the vocals came in, it's just not personally my favorite vocal style. Right now, they sound good. It's like they're good vocals, but like I don't know. It just I don't know. It detracted from the atmosphere to me because they built this fucking atmosphere. And everything sounded real spooky, and then it got like kind of like a little rock radio for me. To be only honest, vocally, like, only vocally though, but like it's still good. Kitty, you're no I, I kind of like the vocal style from the name Funeral. I was kind of guessing like this is how it was gonna go. Right. Um. I I dig it. This is like a bing bag and a bong for me. Yes. So. <laughs> Definitely a stunner metal track playlist where it's. This song, like I said, this song is eight minutes long. Like, they got some time. It's like if you played this song twice, it would be literally an episode of Seinfeld. This is not the song for me to pick when I'm <laughs> bing bang and bong and I'll be on. I'll, I'll, I'll be on. I, I, I just need, I don't know, the bass wasn't thick enough. And where's the riffage? I, I'm I, like a diehard like sword fan. Well, like, if you, that's what I'm. If, if you're listening to it right Where's now, the riffage? I mean, this thing's gonna take Where's this. This song's gonna take a twist and a turn, and it's gonna go down multiple. It'll, it'll make you feel. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm listening like um, Cult of Luna on the way over here. Oh shit! And it's like listening to them. It's like seeing them live, especially was like one of the defining moments of my life. It was like watching that movie's Gorilla in the Mist. I never seen such a large men appear. I've never seen like so many fog machines on a fucking stage before. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck do they know what pedals He's they're breathing hitting? It God in. damn. <coughs> it's amazing though is I, for- I forget the name of their last album they put out. It was for them touring on the last album. And I became a fan of theirs from their album they did with Julie Christmas in like 2007. Oh dude. Mariner. She's crazy. She That's is crazy. insane. She's like a, what a, like you're talking about badass I, I, I love her like, because she doesn't pretend or try to be anything other than what she is, and she just murders the fuck out of her vocals. She's like a super talented artist, like very artistic figure. Right, to see her to play with a band like fucking Colt Luna, who's yeah. just they, they see, need three guitar players and one big guy to go. I didn't even know that she was with them. Yeah, they did a 2006-7 album together called Mariner. Oh, shit. You know what? We were talking about... I was talking about female vocalist Karen Crisis, too. Who is she in? I know that name. From Crisis. Oh, <laughs> cri- oh well, that makes sense. 
<laughs> the fuck am I thinking? No, no. I mean, that, to be honest, like that's a very like that's an older band. So I know the name. That I was, was never a big Crisis fan. That I've heard, was like, from maybe my day. One or two songs we've, ever. We've had them on the podcast recently. They're still out. They're still doing stuff. They're still super active. fucking yeah. cool. And she does Gospel of the Witches too, which is. Like a diff- very different sounding from We were talking about female vocalists, and this is someone who doesn't do metal, but you guys ever listen to Babes in Toyland? Not really. Yes, but l- let me stop you here. My favorite? L7. Cool. That's if very you're... cool. You're talking about like chicks that rock? Yeah. For, well, for me, the though, the first time I you. ever heard Babes in Toyland, that was like, just from like the first few vocal lines, I was like, I'm in love with this person. Yeah, Same with Seattle, that. Have you guys ever listened to that band Bent Knee? It's like they're not even a metal band. But holy shit, dude. Some things are heavy on the sense of where it would be metal, even though it's not in the genre. I had a bunch of friends that turned that showed me that like you don't have to be metal or have to fit into any of these genres to be like the heaviest, most real motherfuckers around. Like noise bands just yeah, noise. will annihilate uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Like those you know the how like the co-op shows with the noise bands? Like, what is it? 23rd Street Co-op or whatever? Yeah. I forget or, the fucking... Rip my face off. Or yes. things like King Crimson or... Uh, uh, yeah. Exactly a fucking... Uh, premise. You know what I mean? That metal, but it's heavy as fuck. Or Smash Mouth. I, I don't know why you keep bringing it. Let's move on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Can we play a Smash Or Ginger. Mouth I mean, so, well, that uh, is, like, definition. Yeah, can you, you like Ginger? I, I'm impressed by the vocals. Uh, <laughs> I like their bass player per- personally though. Let's let's move on before someone gets hurt. <laughs> Kitty A number 1. <laughs> uh, biggest fan of Ginger. Uh So this band uh, The Conjuring has a new uh album out and we're going to check out the song Universes. So let's put it on. Yeah.
hype about? I found I found a new love for that album recently. That's that's gonna enter my playlist right there. That that was atmospheric death metal, right? The best way to put it. Drummer really just keeping it on that level. The singer keeping it in the pocket when it comes to just being brutal. But the rest is so beautiful, so creative, like. It was, it was, it reminds me of our band, you know, Flooded Tunes, where it's like everything's so pretty, but it has the when it comes to groove. me and Kitty, we make that shit fucking metal. Let me know? just say, it's the perfect headbanging little tune. It's got it all. It has like, it does have a strong headbanging groove. And what I love, honestly, when the guitars is just playing like one riff and then they keep playing the same riff, but the drums like speed up, it's kind of like drawing yeah. a line under the riff and like emphasizing it adding a new intensity yeah i i don't know because i'm like a little inebriated how to describe it but i like when bands change up different parts of their song and you recognize like the same it's always melody the singer or motif and the drummer that change it up yeah if you want to be catchy you want to be uh, like yeah, that's how you build power in a song it, it is the you can same take the same over riff over again you're yeah. right yeah with like you can the take drums the same totally guitar change. riff and just yep. like Play it maybe like say like I'll palm mute at the beginning while we're doing it calm, and they'll open it up for this part. But it's like that's not what's gonna make the change. That's just gonna accent. You know, we'll have the drums slow down here, but fucking when you double kick in and then someone's screaming and versus singing the microphone, like it's it's dynamics. It's that dynamic change. I was working with some people over the weekend on a song like this, where it's like you know. The changes I was doing on guitar and the things I did were very menial. It's like, all right, I'm going to play this, this riff, same exact riff, slightly louder and slightly faster, but everything that's going to dictate what we're doing is going to be the rhythms. Yeah. And it's true, and it worked, and it, and it creates a texture that is very appealing and helps build. You know, it's all about that fucking, you know, if, if you can go from the same guitar riff, I'm playing choir, and then build it louder, maybe speed up a little bit, but... If you can just take a drum beat from single time to double time, like that adds so much flavor and fucking character in a song. There's a reason it's been done to death, like anything good. Cliches are cliches because they're fucking good. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Kidding? I mean, speaking of cliches, I honestly don't listen to metal bands for originality. I don't mind if they're like doing cliches or tropes of the genre as long as it's good. My feeling is as long as your heart is in it, it doesn't matter if you're original or like doing cliches, you know? That's true. Like one of my favorite metal bands is White Wizard and they're totally like following in the footsteps of Iron Maiden. Their bass player is like the lead guy in the band, but hell, their heart's in it and you can tell they mean it. Yes, it's being genuine. I never heard of this band, but I'm about to go Google them and listen to the rest. And if Iron you forget, Maiden, you please text I thought us. you said Dougal. Dougal. I'm about to Dougal them. Gonna... I, lo- I love Iron Maiden. Anyone who knows me or has heard... Don't uh, get start- Scott started on Sunjutsu. Oh, you're a Sun Death fan. A great, oh, oh, great yeah. band. I mean, that's the reason why I hired I, you. I absolutely hate everyone in that band, but great band. But they're, they're good. If you guys are I listening, really love... I'm not coming to band practice tomorrow, and I fucking hate you. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> oh, That's a joke. I'll be there. All right. Uh, this next band we're going to discuss and listen to a song from is called Cadaveric Fumes. 
cadaveric you guys ever listen to polka dog cadaver? <laughs> I have not heard this before. I'm yeah, gonna uh, dog fashion disco. This, the album is oh, Echoing man. Chambers of Soul, and we're gonna listen to the song The Stirring disco. Unknown. So let's check it out. They wrote two of my favorite songs ever. My favorite metal drummer besides Scott, who is my best friend, so he's automatically my favorite. Sorry, metal I know we should have been talking. Thank song. you, Kitty. We're talking about like current. Uh, I was just giving praise to Mario Duplantier. Like, uh, anyone's earned all the shit that that motherfucker's earned, especially in the last like five years. But back to this song. I mean, we, we, we constantly talk about the Gojira. But what did you guys think of this song? I honestly, it did that thing again that I said I liked when the drums speed up. I think that's where we got to talk about it. drummers and shit. Yeah. We were talking about, like, I, I also, I really like the drums on this song. I think for me personally, they might be over Although, I'm really digging this solo. I like the way they go into it. The way it's, like, recorded or mixed, the drums sound, like, huge and heavy and, like. That's what I love, dude. That's what uh, one of my favorite people, and it's someone we got to work with. Because he's made like a bunch of bands that I like that aren't metal bands have the heaviest, loudest, gnarliest drums I've ever heard. They could not be playing metal drum. It's uh, Charles over at the Mosaic Sound Collective. Ooh. It's the Scary American Records. He did the first Holy Death Trio album. And uh, that dude knows a thing or two about drums. You know, big Vinnie Paul fan. Is he a drummer? Oh, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah that's what you want, it, in my it, opinion. It's very, very professional, but, you know, we were talking about this. He's like, oh, I'm a big Vinnie Paul fan. It's like, no wonder you can make any band's drums sound like the most metal shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. 
It's true. You always hire a metal drummer because they're the best drummers in the biz. <laughs> that or jazz. The yeah. Best. I'll give you that. I've got a, a good buddy of mine who's a fucking phenomenal jazz Chris, drummer. Chris, what was this band again? Cadaveric Fumes. I mean, fumes. listen to that right there. Say that one one more time. Cadaveric Fumes. Oh, my God. I had to save it because it was... That's a name I'm going to forget. But I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. This is, uh, this is a head-to-work song. Like, you got to get pumped. The, right? the further into the song it gets... I feel like every time I'm on the podcast, it's like, no, Jim, we're the first half. But it's always, like, more talking, and I can still hear it in the back all quiet in the second half. And I'm always like, God, this song fucking rips. Fucking like the, ba- the back half of a song, a majority of, like, any song, regardless of the genre, is, like, I think the best way to judge it, you know? It's Absolutely. like, if, 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 where can I see, where does it go? Oh, man, whatever only this is up. right now, like, this only is fucking awesome. from here. Same song? No, no we've moved on. Yeah, this okay. is the next one. <laughs> I was like, damn, it just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> All right, let's get into our next song. We yes. got four more. So this next song, sorry, I crashed there for a sec. Uh, we're going to listen to Varzal. I've never heard of this band before, but say that again, Varzal. No. No. And, uh, Kitty, that's not how you say it. No, I mean like I've never heard of them, so I don't know how Balzard? you would say it. I would guess. Var, yeah, Varza. I like this name. Uh, as ships upon shores gives me great hope. This is gonna be epic as fuck. Yeah, it's like they, some Viking shit. <laughs> and the album is called "The Trembling Voices of Conquered Men." It's definitely some Viking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check it out. Step into the world.
I just I can I, I love can that. sense when the solo comes in. You I know? don't like the super scary vocal. I mean, part of me does. I just I, I think I like everything else around it so much. And because again, it was like, man, this almost feels like this could be a death clock song. Well, just without the crazy guitar. You can get over vocal styles based on the music because oh, I still like them. It's just I feel like you can unless been, it's clean vocals. I feel, I feel like I would have enjoyed it more Dumb. if they replaced the crazy vocals vocal lines with like crazy dual, nor, you know, like death clock style guitar. It's twenty percent of the music, but at the same time, that twenty percent can just literally just turn you off. Where you're just like, like you said, if they hit clean vocals and anywhere at this in this song you'd be like i'm out i'm outie yeah exactly but, i mean the interesting thing right is that vocals and sometimes drums are like the only instrument you might be hearing more um organically right because guitars have distortion yeah and um you know drums and vocals are amped and obviously like the vocal may have like an effect on it but a lot of times that's like a very raw part of the music and it's very emotional so certain types of vocals do rub people the wrong way and i don't blame them because it triggers like different emotional reactions you know Changes it's a very everything. human thing yeah. <laughs> just for me personally especially this it's like i really like the way they started off vocally and it's i would never say it's bad because it's fucking great but it's like I'm oh man i want them to continue to pursue like this direction yeah. and with the little demon vocals coming in, it's like, I like it, but it's, it's just, I don't know. I, I felt like some, a different vibe and I felt like they could have gone a direction that I might've liked more. I, I, I see what you mean. Cause it was but, a very but it's still a good song. song. I mean, it's a kick-ass song. It was weird though. It wasn't what I expected looking at the logo and the cover. It was very like weird death metal is what I would call it. I thought it was just going to be straightforward, like slam death or like brutal death. No, it made me uh, feel like a, uh, it made me think of that band Total uh, uh, Full of Hell. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, where it's just like that same way where it's like it's catchy, but the vocals are so fucking brutal. It's like... Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird when bands will do that where it's like, you know, it's just like your vocals are so much gnarlier than the music that it's... It's, it's like I like it, but it's just... It isn't fitting like a I, glove. I, I feel like it's gonna it's going to grow on you. Like moss. Oh, I, I bet it because, like, I'll yeah. be honest. Like, I really loved the lower vocals. It's, it was the more kind of demonic, like high ones that I was like a little like, eh, a little off. And they're not bad at all, but it's like you know, no, yeah. there's just a vibe that got created from the first set of vocals with that fucking groove. That I was like, all right, this just needs like some shreddy dual guitar. Stay in the pocket. And I got a sick death clock song. Oh, I wasn't going to say anything about the music. I was like, never let me drink again. Let it be known that today is my last day of drinking. It's a lie. It's not. Okay, it is. Don't worry, Kitty. I'm going to work with lie. you. I'm going to make you into a professional alcoholic like myself. All right? It's about taking vitamins, drinking plenty of water, and making sure your blood sugar is in a good place for you to get fucked up. And remember, kids, crack is cool. It can be if you have, you know, you eat before and you drink plenty of water. And your vitamins. Exactly. Take them. And then, you know, work out the next oh, day. Oh, so I had an idea for video content for Bangover. You should film me, like, so when I was in college, um, 
They made the original formulation of Four Loco with caffeine and alcohol, but oh. they don't have the caffeine in it. They changed the formulation to like make it less potent. But I found a recipe online to make Four Loco that involves like a caffeine pill, a melted Jolly Rancher, a Sprite, I think some sort of, oh, a 40 of malt liquor, yeah. and um, a Red Bull. This sounds so we awful. Should, we should do a video of me making that. I And then watch you this. die. <laughs> watch her get a whole lot funnier, y'all. I'm diabetic, fuck! <laughs> Chris, again. Can you please say this band name? It just felt so weird. Does that sound like that's the band the, that we just listened to? Yes. Varzal. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to yes. agree. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the next song, since we're only going to play one more and kind of talk about it, critique it, I'll let y'all pick. We have Noxus or Malignant Altar. What do you want, Kitty? I like the sound of Malignant Altar. I'm also it reminds me of Malignant, Malignant Altar. All right. Well, then we'll play Malignant Altar and then Just catchy end name. on... It is. Anoxus. Anoxus. Yeah, so right now we'll check out uh, Malignant Altar with Channeling Impure Apparations. Yeah. So, so, so when I first heard that, my, I get the sound where you get drunk on like a huge white claw and you just start head banging and like windmilling like in a circle and you do it for like, you know, a full two hours. That's like the happy place. And I would love to see this band live and do that. 
You have to get really drunk so your neck doesn't start hurting, or for me at least. So you can like really dig in yeah. even harder. It's always better to feel it tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, that's literally where we all come from, this whole name. I have a second neck. I, I bought a second neck just in case. I swapped Some them out. Sudden death second neck. Alex, do you know the uh, definition of bangover? Yeah, for sure. I think it, for, it's literally... You just, you're it's fucking sh- everybody? I don't know. No, it's like... <laughs> no, it's like when you headbang too you, much you, and you, you had sex with all of us, but I wasn't supposed to say anything again? <laughs> oh, sorry. Again? I gotta like, go. <laughs> is that when your butt hurts and you wake up and you don't know what happened? No, no, that's not what bangover Chris. means at all. That's not what bangover <laughs> means at all. It means, you know, you go to a show, you bang your head too much. I, 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 I feel like you're talking you about this is the first time I met you. I feel like I definitely asked about I, I like the name bangover because my dad's really old and always says hangover. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, think hookers. Or just think of... <laughs> Playing a show. <laughs> I tell him that too, but he's like, I've never played. But I, I will <laughs> tell you something. It is more ergonomic if you like lean forward at the waist before you headbang, especially if you're windmilling. Um, it's a little bit better on your back. There's no need to be like herking and jerking like just from your neck. Thank you, Kitty, yes. for letting everyone know. Yes. The proper way. The to proper way. Headbang. And or mosh, if you will. So somebody told me, like, I, they were like, you have a tendency to headbang at one-third the speed of the drums. I was like, what's going on? But I get it. Like, I, I, I'm I, not fucking corpse grinder with, like, the big, thick neck. I cannot go full <laughs> speed. You're going to just have to, like, watch me go slow motion. That guy's like an anime character. Unless- right? It's it's <laughs> just, it's kind of disgusting. Like, seeing that... Did I say kind of? It's absolutely disgusting. It's unnatural. In a good way. his neck? Yes, of course. His neck. Have you seen that? I mean, his entire body and all of them, but you know. This one's cold. To be honest, like that's the, I feel like maybe that's the ideal male shape. He looks like fucking and- Frankenstein. <laughs> I would shoot him given the opportunity. Don't. I love it. I love it. I love it. Every second of it. It's the epitome of metal. It is like the definition. What, shooting George and- Fisher? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I need to have like a George. You had nickname. it coming. You frightened me in the dark. <laughs> what should my like metal nickname be? I don't know, but mine's half sack. What about mine? Should be sack twister. Uh, Kitty bridge farmer. <laughs> you frightened me. You what? Kitty bridge farmer. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Be- <laughs> That's really good. We were, we just played with them the other night. I didn't know we were sitting there talking. It's like, yeah, we share Shout a fucking practice room with you guys. It's like, oh, you do. We're the ones in the parking lot tailgating and fucking grilling steaks every night. Hey, if you guys are practicing, you want some steaks and beer, just come in the parking lot. We'll be out there. Yes. <laughs> I, I love Bridge Farmer. They're Shout out Bridge too, Farmer. Too Shout out Bridge Farmer. Shout out Katie Farmer. Should have uh, been a part of that band. Kitty the farmer. You should have been a part of that band. I mean, like, I'm a farmer by marriage, so I don't know if that's enough. Oh, I see. I'm not a farmer by birth. So my metal nickname before this was Walters of Madness, which... That could have been your solo project. I have enough about this solo project. It's like, it's not going to happen. It's Walter one of those things Magnus? that you just... That's so good. Girl, I don't care anymore. I, like, it's like the solo project that everyone threatens to do and never happens. That's the point where I'm at right now. That's what you say to us every time we have an argument at practice. You're like, I'm just going to start 
Walter is a mirror. Well, listen, like. Where to, are we? The, um, uh, the, how many songs are left? Just the one. Just one. We're already done. We're done. All right, let me dig in. We're at the very end here. You can find me here this Friday with. Oh my God, Kitty, please. Ungrieved and Sex Cult. Is it ta- Taverner? Taverner. What's the fourth band? Just the three. Just the three. Yeah. Ungrieved, Sex Cult, and Taverner. There are. God damn right. There's a lot of. Oh, sorry, what? Go on. Shameless Power? Oh. Sorry. Where? So there's like five million different metal shows going on this Friday night. There's a lot. Um, you ha- you ha- you have a choice. Come out to the Lost Well for some punk metal madness. Absolutely. I I want to know what's. Uh, I heard that if you all go down to Independence Brewing on Saturday night, though, it's gonna get real. I heard that Flooded Tomb is fucking playing. And I don't know if you guys know anything about that, but I'll be at the Flooded Tomb show. If you haven't seen it, then this would be the time to do it. I heard they were a female-fronted metal band, and I think it's too trendy. I heard whatever you do, don't look the lead singer in the eye. Don't <laughs> fucking do it. I will kick your ass. Come on out to the show. I told you. Well, that's been us, y'all. And I yep. heard if you're yes. looking for... I heard if you liked... You know, bands that sound like Iron Maiden and Motorhead but aren't dead and old. Yeah. I'm looking for something new to uh, listen to. Sudden Death was putting out their first single ever. Yeah. They finally got around to it. Yes, please. For a bunch of stupid idiots. Yes, a sudden death. Please check out Flooded Tombs. That's us. Flooded Tombs, singular. Uh, A lot lot of good music. There's multiple tomb plots. And remember, everyone, New Year's Eve, big night for a lot of live music. And we got Free Week coming up at the very beginning of the year. So do not forget to start searching up Free Week. But this Saturday, fucking Flooded Tomb at Independence Brewing and, uh, you know, Sudden Death putting out the new single whenever we get around to actually putting it out. It's recorded. Send it to us when you have it so we can play it on the show. Gladly. We're, we're not lying this time. This isn't like last time when we said we were going to record a single and then didn't do that because, you know. <laughs> I, sorry, I was always going to be like. Xbox is fun. Y'all want a single say fuck that. You ready? Fuck that. Fuck that. Okay. All right, fuck that. <laughs> Eight doobies to the face. Fuck that. <laughs> Special thanks to Lostwell. Shout out to everyone listening and please go out this weekend check out all the shows support your local acts be a part of the scene get your name out there what more do i need to say this is austin people this is live music city anyone who's (laughs) looking for some a good you could go to literally any bar on a weekend night and find a fucking band worthwhile get out there Fucking listen to some music. Support your fucking people. It's it's never been a better time to be an Austin music fan or an Austin musician. So, thank you, Alex. Thank you, people. Thank you for thank- joining us. Always Kitty. a pleasure. Thank you, everyone. We Let's can't see, but we here. just shook hands. Chris, thank you. Me and Kitty yeah. are, did the worst fist bump of all time. We're going to end with Noxus, Paths of Visceral Fears. Hit it.